0: Hello, Hashtag First TV family, and welcome. We had a little bit of minor-like technical complications, so you got two intros today. Wow. All right. Lucky us, right? It's so marvelous. Anyway, I'm Aaron Mack, and this is Hashtag First TV Week 249A like three we'll get into to what i'm talking about um at another point but we'll start off with the randomly selected question. everything is random everything all random everything all random everything everything is randomly selected and this question is randomly selected and not viewed in advance what do you value and others? Hmm. So I will take that because of course the randomly selected generated questions are applicable however we wish to apply them. And for me, I apply much I'm always thinking relationships, I'm always thinking long term, I'm always thinking love. Yes, I am. Anyway. So, for me, things that I value and others, and I, I I don't even think this is strictly for love. It's especially for love. But I, I think it applies elsewhere as well in a big way. But consistency. Consistency, I always say that's the key with social media and all of that. You've got to be consistent. Yes. And... I value that personally, being consistent because it feels like you want to be here. You want to be a part of this. You want to be a part of me for not just a not just a season but a reason. Yes, okay. um Gavon would know what that's about. Check out his uh, new show on b e t called churchy go get on stage yes he's a fellow 83 baby so we love he and his wife is also a fellow 83 baby so it's all love anyway but yes so consistency is key and that's important to me even on a personal level because it shows that you are serious about me and us. And not even necessarily a romantic us, but just you and I. I was thinking Stevie Wonder's song, You and I, and then I thought of Mariah Carey singing You and I to Steve. That's interesting because Stevie Wonder did the Mariah Carey tribute at this Grammy Awards 2024 and Mariah Carey did his tribute Not, it wasn't a Grammy though it, I think it was the uh, BET Awards and she did his tribute and she sang the song you and I alright love nothing but love so my new song of the week is none other than 2022's Pink Pantherists. Yes, I love this song. I I, I love the vibe of it, but it, it's called "The Boy Is a Liar," and while I am on my, uh, I, I try to just listen to positive songs only. Sometimes the uh, unfortunate situation songs do come into the playlist. And again, no more than five repeats in a row Then I've got to be on to something happy and love. This song, though, it's the buzzer I, I like that song a lot, you know? And it's interesting because before the show, I did a little research on Ms. Pink Pantherists. And she was born literally one month before I graduated high school. I'm 40, 40 years old. Yes, oh my gosh. She was born the month before I graduated high school. Oh my gosh, anyway. Time time waits for no one. I know you heard that. Anyway, but Oh yeah, L- looking her up I saw one of the genres that they had for her under on her Wikipedia page was called bedroom pop. Bedroom pop is a genre of music. Okay. And I don't know a thing that she says beyond the chorus basically which the boys are like like that's pretty much all that I know of the song. But the song it hits it uh, I I dig it a lot. I dig the vibe I dig the melody of her words and it works you know again I I don't need to call a boy a liar but I do acknowledge that like if if I was younger, I could probably see myself like screaming that about a boy that I was, Not not a boy, but a a young man that I was dating while I was also a young man because I'm 40. I'm no longer a young man. But some people say that, no, you are still young. I'm like, by whose standards? But okay, thank you. Anyway, but yeah, the younger me, I, I could see myself singing that song and being like, the boys are liar." There's something tires, and something anyway. But yeah, I, I'd, I am trying my best to not delve into unhappy songs like I used to, and because I, I do think that makes a difference, that makes an impact. And yeah, I would sing that song to my love, hope du jour. Yes. Because uh, I made some mistakes as far as um, dating and that realm and that world and stuff, but my heart always had the right goal in mind. You know, I, I, I love one of my favorite songs ever. Again, I bring it up like every Five weeks, I think. But Regina Bell's song, Show Me the Way, where in the second verse of that song, she says, I've been used and I've been good at using. So, yeah, you know, I've, I've made some mistakes. That's a fact. And people have made mistakes with me because they don't know what they're missing. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, I feel like Kathy Griffin, when she was like, and he has all this. Anyway, but yeah. Okay. Are we ready for topic A? Like, share, subscribe, and share again. Oh, last week when I was like, I don't know where I got that from. Maybe like Dynasty or something. No, I, I got that from Whitney Houston. Okay. Because... Whitney is a classic diva that I love. And she is quite You know, the 80s was just a different kind of time. It was like Yeah, Whitney Houston, yeah, Diane Carroll, even Lena Horne was back doing stuff and it's like Phyllis Hyman, and when they would be in interviews, they would speak just like this, and this is how they would speak, and thank you very much. Anyway, yes, 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 okay, so, like, share, subscribe, and share again, yes. A1.
1: Hashtag gates. Finance. Yahoo. Com. Hashtag VerseTV249A. Text Yahoo Finance. Money Wise. Quote: If Bill Gates woke up with Oprah's money, he'd jump out the window. End quote. Morgan Housel reveals how a Chris Rock joke explains why people stay broke and shares three traits that make people rich. Von Himmelsbach, Saturday, February 10th, 2024 at 7.43 a.m. It's no secret that many people aspire to be, quote, rich, end quote. But, what exactly does it mean to be a high-net-worth individual? According to finance author Morgan Housel, being wealthy, much like beauty, is in the eye of the beholder. Quote, there is no such thing as an objective measure of wealth. End quote. He told Lewis Howes, host of the School of Greatness podcast, on a recent episode. Housel is the best-selling author of The Psychology of Money and, same as ever, A Guide to What Never Changes. To illustrate his point, Housel pointed to that joke by comedian Chris Rock. Because, who is a billionaire comparing himself to Other Billionaires, Housel explains. Article continues below. Yes. So,
0: I did take... uh, The fact that the article started off with that joke about Oprah. That joke originally by Chris Rock recited in this article. About Oprah, it just gets under my skin how much so many people hate Oprah. Like she is so what like like she is the the wealthiest person in the world, and she's ruling down on everybody with an iron fist. Like yo, I run this ish. I'm the one in charge and you all doing everything that I say because I have all of the money in the world." And it's like, she is so far down. The Fortune 500 wealthiest people in the world, it's like, why do we get so upset with her? Like she's just a little bit above like Rihanna. Well, she has like about twice as much as Rihanna. Um, was it? Jordan Sparks. Oh, I, I'm I speaking that for you, Jordan. Yes, ma'am. Uh, ah, nah, nah, nah. Kylie Jenner. You know, she's just a little. Well, mm, mm, it's my understanding. Okay. Well, in, in anyway, she's a, a billionaire, but she's like a, a two-time billionaire. And there are so many people who have so much more than that. It's like, why do we hate on her for what she has, considering that a large amount of people above her have that amount of money? Not because they worked hard in media and learned everything and knew how to be a successful woman and win, but no... Because they were born into it, and we don't hate them, but we hate Oprah. So, so, anyway, what, whatever. So, yes, when you're on that, and I, I'm, I'm getting to the, I, I'm off of my soapbox. Thank you very much. So, when you get on that level financially, with the Bill Gate. I I don't want to make it plural because, like, there's only one. But when you get on his financial level, it's like, yes, your competition, your goal is to outshine, not outshine in terms of jewelry and clothing. That's for the poor people. But outshine the others on that Fortune 500 list in terms of having more money than them. It's like a game to be above, to be the top. The top. I love the top. I love the top. Anyway, yes, I do. Uh Uh-huh, okay. But, yeah, so it's it's like a game on that level. And as far as Morgan Housel, I will say that uh, my next serious book, I do intend to get his book, where he talks about the psychology of money. Money. I I got that from, um, and I love her, Gabrielle Union Wade. And I, I saw some article recently featuring her and they were like, Gabrielle Union. And I'm like, but isn't she married? Okay. Aren't you kind of like forgetting something because she kind of makes it a point to always be like, it's I'm Gabrielle Union Wade. I am married. I have a husband. Thank you. And I will be too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, but yes. So, in the article, further down in the article, he lists, she lists, Von Himmelsbach lists what he named in that interview, and he being Morgan Housel, what he named as far as the three ways to wealth, to make sure you're rich. And he says, yes. Luck does play a part of it. It does play a part. Being born in the right place, he says. Stuff like that does play a part. But don't let that be like, Oh, I'm never going to be anything because of where I was born. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, but yes, luck does play a part as far as getting into the highest of the highest realms. And... Next, he says endurance, and this applies to everyone because he says many people will start a thing and then quit. And boy, do I ever know exactly what he's talking about personally. I've experienced it. Yes. And, you know, you just got to keep going and... He actually even spoke to YouTube, yes, okay. And he spoke to YouTube and Mr. Beast, who is like one of the wealthiest YouTubers at this time in a world of a lot of wealthy YouTubers. And he says that Mr. Beast says, "You need a hundred videos. you need a hundred videos. You need to do a hundred videos. And I also think about Roberto Blake, who is another um, successful YouTuber who makes a large amount of income on that. And it's not all about the money, but it, it is about the reach and reaching people. And he says, yeah, because it's my experience. It seems like when I look at different people's channels and evaluate what they're doing, It's like they do a thing for a little while and then they just get bored with it and change it up and all of that stuff instead of sticking with it. So that's sort of alludes to what I was saying about how it's episode 249 slash A1 or A3 because I'm thinking that maybe what I need to do and I'm I'm thinking out loud, talking to you all. I've thought about this before, but I'm being honest about it. I think that I need to, as far as hashtag verse TV, because I believe in hashtag verse TV, I believe in the benefit of I believe in what hashtag verse TV is setting out to do. And I always think about myself in my younger thought days and even my 20s in general and just the path that I've been on in general 30s, 40 I'm 40 you know and how if I had a hashtag verse TV that I could subscribe to and regularly consistently, consistently be there, I think that I've perhaps in life would have made some uh, different choices anyway. so all of that to say I believe in hashtag verse TV so I think that I will uh, do it like that. a hundred videos of just me. I hope you all are okay with that. Consistency. Consistency is key. And his third thing that he was like, people need to have this to grow to be wealthy. They have to have a high tolerance for pain. And uh, the pain in terms of the no's that you get, the rejections that you get, the people who don't believe in what you're doing, you have to have a high tolerance for, you know what? I'm going to get through that. I don't know why that just happened. Oh, my gosh. I hope that's not going to be. Anyway, but yeah, you have to have a high tolerance for pain. And we're 30 minutes in. Yeah, we're we're good. We're making, actually, it would be 40 because we did have almost 10 minutes of that thing. So I have a few more minutes that I can go ahead and say this extra stuff that I skipped. I didn't skip much. Okay. So, our next one's coming up. Like. Share. Subscribe. Share again. And don't forget to click like. And, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, I will take a few minutes to talk about this. I love the show "Strangers with Candy." It's c- considered a cult classic at this point. It is. I and I, I, Sarah Blank, the mom of the step mom of Jerry Blank, was everything diva that was necessary, and. Um, they were saying something, trying to get Jerry Blank to uh, realize something, and the stepmom was there. She was like, stop it. You, you all are, are beating a fat horse. <laughs> because the running joke on the show was like, Jerry Blank is fat, but she wasn't, she she was like average, but that was like the, the running joke. And stepmom was like, stop it. You're beating a fat horse. Anyway. I, I love that show. That's a great show. Anyway. All right. And B. Oh, trigger warning. And I'll tell you the trigger warning after the topic B.
1: Hallelujah. Love is the
0: answer. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mag. Reset Hashtag Verse TV Family
1: Hashtag Verse TV Hashtag Verse TV Family Reset A One